Welcome to the new channel sports podcast. We are so happy to have you back on this edition of the podcast. We have a power action packed episode of the podcast waiting for you. And on this episode of the podcast, we do a deep dive into the divisional weekend, the divisional round of the playoffs. And you know that it was the best divisional round of the playoffs that we have ever seen and we go all the way in is your boy aaron Rodgers the one who you would take over tom brady <laughs> overrated floor is yours so if, if trey was here what would he say this is an asinine question pretty much <laughs> like for you for you to even say the man is overrated the man has won a super bowl Bro, hold on hold on, hold on. Let, me, let, me, let me tell you what he's done so you can understand why this is such an asinine question. Let me tell you what. Because you forgot. You obviously have forgotten. So, yes, this playoff game that he played was probably the worst game of his career, his entire career. Let, let, let's just put it there. We've seen all quarterbacks have horrendous playoff games. Payne Manning has been there. Drew Brees has been there. Um, Russell Wilson has been there. So we've seen it before. We've seen it happen. This man has won three MVPs. Okay, he was an MVP race this year. He has his Super Bowl. Okay, we can't just throw away everything the man has done and say that he's overrated because of one game. I understand he's lost consecutively to the same team over and over again, but he's still the top five quarterback of all time. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. And gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the new Channel Sports Podcast. We are so happy and thrilled that we are able to join you whenever and wherever you are listening to this podcast. Normally, we go through what we do, where we're at, where you can hit us up. But this podcast is going to be different. We have so much to cover. We're going to just jump straight into it. We have what always usually say as the usual suspects. My guy, Big O, what's going on, homie? I'm good. I'm good. It's great to be on the podcast. It's great to to hear your introduction. It's not as good as mine, but, you know, we're going to work on that, you know. It's not. It's nowhere near as good. But guess who's editing this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) And across from me, for low, I could give a longer one. My dude, Big Low. I was going to say your thing, but I'll let you do it. Big Low, what's going on, homie? Yo, it's Big Lou coming down in H time. Hey, it's good to be here. It's been a while since I've been on the podcast, but you know I'm happy to be here, bro. That's what's up, man. Well, let's get straight into this podcast. And unless, well, maybe if you were living under a rock, if you weren't, then you know exactly where we are going to start. Start. We just watched what is possibly the greatest football game ever played during the divisional round. With the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Buffalo Bills. Guys, give me just your initial thoughts on what we witnessed. I'll start with Big Low. You know, we, we you needed to see great quarterback play, which is what I think you saw 
between both teams, right, with Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. I mean, just great quarterback play. You know, both quarterbacks made plays when they needed it. Um, it was a very competitive game, and that's what you want to see. You know, whenever you, you, you have a game like this, you're in the playoffs. If you're going to lose, lose competitively, okay? Don't lose because your quarterback didn't bring the A game. What I like was that both quarterbacks use their feet. You know, this is the playoffs. When you put your body on the line, you put your feet on the line, you put everything on the line, man. So great, great arm talent between the both of them, and both of them used their feet. Amazing games by both guys. Yeah, what what you saw in that game, and the one word that describes that game for me was this epic. It was an epic game, and it was just back and forth. It had all the drama that you wanted in an NFL football game, and it was just great. What you saw out of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is pretty much the future of the NFL. You have to be able to be accurate with the throw, and you have to be able to elude defenders. So what you saw right there is pretty much the future. This is where all the, the young boys are going to be looking at as far as who they're going to grow up expiring to be. It's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Now, as far as Patrick Mahomes is concerned, we already knew that Patrick Mahomes was a beast. We've already pretty much declared him possibly to be the greatest quarterback of all time. But what Josh Allen was able to do in that playoff game is that he propelled himself into the conversation of being an elite quarterback. At first, we didn't know about that, if he was or not. And I thought he had to win in order to prove that. But he proved it without the win. His, the loss was not his fault. He, uh, you know, someone might say he should have called heads in overtime to, to, to get it. <laughs> but he didn't do that. That was pretty much his only blemish throughout that whole game. But man, that game was something else. It was epic and it, it was, it, it was probably the greatest playoff football game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Ain't no so crazy. Last week, uh, Lowe's 49ers. Well, I shouldn't say your 49ers. Your Cowboys lost to the 49ers. And I thought that was one of the most epic ways you could see a game end, right? And then the NFL just one-ups that game to one, one of, if not the greatest game we will ever watch in our lives. And for me, what stood out is, I don't know if you guys saw this on YouTube, the NFL YouTube account posted the last two and a half minutes of that game. And the video is 30 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two and a half minutes of game time, but the video is 30 minutes long. That tells you how insane these last couple of minutes of that game was. And I'll be honest with you guys. Coming into the game, y'all remember me talking about not being a big fan of Josh Allen, not knowing what he was able to do in the big moments. He came through. But I like to start this here with Patrick Mahomes. Like Patrick Mahomes proved yet again that he is – absolutely unstoppable and one of the things i've heard a lot from multiple people who are talking is is my is pat mahomes the next michael jordan right or is he michael jordan and the argument to be made is you just can't give michael jordan any time on the clock you just can't if you do he is going to burn you i think it's premature to even compare him to jordan but i don't think it's insane what you guys think about the comparisons with patrick mahomes and Michael Jordan. Listen, I think we, we, we can stop that right there. He's an amazing talent. He's a great young quarterback. But, you know, Michael Jordan's always been judged on his championships. If anybody is, the, is, is comparable to Michael Jordan, you already know it's the GOAT. It's Tom Brady. Enough said. It's Tom Brady. I don't think anybody else is on that level. Now, once Pat Mahomes gets to, you know, his second Super Bowl win, third Super Bowl win, fourth Super Bowl win, 
fifth Super Bowl win, sixth Super Bowl win, then when we come, though, we can start welcoming those comparisons. But right now, man, he ain't there. Yeah, man, it's far too early. But it just goes to what he's doing on the football field right now at this young age that the comparison is even there. He's not there yet. You know, we would have been talking about this a lot more if they had actually won the Super Bowl last year and he was 2-0 and in the Super Bowl. So I don't think he's there yet. Uh, let's give a little more time before we start comparing to Michael Jordan and all that. Uh, Michael Jordan is in the realm of his, of his own, but Patrick Mahomes is definitely a beast. Some of the things that he did on that football field, he carried that Kansas City team to a win. Point blank, period. Uh, what he was able to do in the first couple of drives, it was just amazing. I will say this about Patrick Mahomes, though, with a comparison to Michael Jordan. I think it could be fair from this perspective. If you're Lamar Jackson, if you're Josh Allen, if you're any other quarterback in the AFC, you got to look at that game and be like, I don't know if Josh Allen can play a better game of football, right? And Mahomes still beat him. And the reason why I think the Jordan thing makes a little sense, you have guys like a Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, who are great players, but never got a chance to win a ring in Jordan's era. So I think there's a legitimate case to be made that a Josh Allen may never get to a Super Bowl because of Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's where the comparison comes in. I'm with y'all. Loads talking about five, six, seven, eight championships. I mean, I get the championship aspect to it, but I'm talking about the mystique, right? I don't know if you're any other team in the AFC where you're going against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs now. I mean, teams are going to just start doing crazy things, right? They're going to start doing insane things. I'm giving an example. In overtime, people are talking about going for an onside kick when you lose the toss, right? Going for an onside kick, not to kick, kick it to Patrick Mahomes. That's unheard of, right? Like, there's a certain mystique to him that I think deserves to be talked about. What do y'all think about the mystique? I mean, I get the mystique aspect of it. I think there are a handful of quarterbacks that fit that mystique nature. Um, you know, Pat Mahomes is is, is there. Um, I, I don't, again, I, I don't know that he's there quite like Tom Brady, but, you know, he is following that trajectory in, term, in terms of doing, you know, godlike things on the football field. I mean, pinpoint accuracy. I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game, I'm watching highlights and such. I'm like, okay, well, this guy's open, this guy's open. And it seems like he's always going for the more difficult pass, right? You know, threading that needle in between defenders where it should be, this is a pass that should be picked off or probably shouldn't be thrown, but he's putting that, you know, that ball where it should be. You know, he did that on multiple occasions during the game, you know, and that's what you want. You know, when you're talking about, you know, offensive line breakdowns, I mean, that offensive line was breaking down all day. And you just see his footwork in the pocket just moving it, moving it, moving it before he takes off for a long game. I mean, it's 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 an amazing thing, you know. And his eyes are always down the field. And that's one of the things. His eyes are always down the field. It doesn't matter. You can you can have you can have you you can rush nobody, okay? You can have all eleven players in coverage, you still gonna find a way to put that pass on the mark where it should be. I mean, that's what you want with pinpoint accuracy, great quarterbacking, great vision, you know. So I, I think I think he's on the way there in terms of that mystique. I don't know if he's quite there yet, but I think he's on the way there. But a Super Bowl win this year would definitely put him there. Yeah, a Super Bowl win would definitely put him there. I don't think he's there yet, but I can understand the mystique part of it because – when you go up against Patrick Mahomes, it's almost like that fear factor of going up against Michael Jordan, right? Like, I know that you're the Jordan. I know you're the GOAT. What am I going to try to do to beat you today? Can I even beat you today? Like, is that even possible? But you're going to go there. You're going to try. I think as far as comparing him to Michael Jordan, right now, 
he's probably at, you know, if he wins the Super Bowl, then he'll be at the shoulder shrug. Michael Jordan. That's the Michael Jordan he's at. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's where he's at, right? That's where he would be. He's not there yeah. yet. He's not the shoulder shrug yet. Right now, I still look at him, even though he has that one ring, I still look at him as being the Jordan that was able to hit that jump shot over Craig Elo kind of thing. I think there, people are looking at him like, like okay, this something's wrong with this guy. This guy has something there. We already know he does, but can he consistently do it year after year after year? That's what's going to separate him from the other quarterbacks. We have Tom Brady, and then we have the rest of the field. He's still in the rest of the field. Because he hasn't done it yet. He needs to get this championship right here now, and then we can start talking about his mystique a little bit more. Okay, let me let me let me say this though, because both of y'all were alive, and we all were, but both of y'all are older than me, so you can remember this. Jordan was called the GOAT, or people were calling Jordan the GOAT before he won six championships. They were calling him the GOAT when he had three championships. This is what I didn't know. Jordan's statue saying he's the GOAT, was built after he won his third championship in front of United Center in Chicago. So my point is, watching Patrick Mahomes play football, I understand Brady has all the rings in the world. At this point, when I see Patrick Mahomes and Brady, I think kind of, you know, like uh, <laughs> like Bill Russell and Jordan. Like Bill Russell got 11 chips. I think it's 10 or 11. Obviously, it's not going to be touched. But what Mahomes is doing is, I've never seen a guy with 13 seconds left believe he can win, right? You just, you just don't see that. And the only other player who's alive right now who has that type of swag to him, maybe we haven't seen him in a year or two, is Deshaun Watson. So the whole thing is where, where you guys are saying you need to see more. I can understand people saying, say less. I don't need to see anymore. What he's done has never been done. And I don't know if you can build a player on Madden. That would play like him. I don't think it's possible because if you put a hundred on every category, he's still not Patrick Mahomes. Like I don't know how do you build that. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 tough, man. It, it's you know you, you you always talk about that extra it factor, that extra thing that he has, you know. And 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 what is it? Because right now a lot of it's physical. But Chris, you mentioned something when we had the show on uh, on Afro Vibes. Shout out Afro Vibes TV, and that was that. Teams made a mistake by playing them the way that they did this year because now you taught Pat Mahomes how to win, another way to win, a different way to win, right? You can drop back, like I said, you can drop back as many people as you want back there. You're still going to find a way to thread that needle and complete that pass. Now, you, you know, what is that it factor that he has? And I really think that it's, it's, it's vision. I really think it's vision. He does have arm talent, but you can see that Josh Allen – has the same kind of arm talent that he does. They were both doing that side arm and threading it and pinpoint accuracy, you know, throwing that ball where it should be and getting it where it should be. But, you know, I think he has another level of vision that nobody else has. And I think that's really what sets him apart, right? And because he makes it too easy, right? He makes it way too easy. So the fact that teams gave him another way of winning by just, you know, keeping those safety back, safeties back, and then just keeping seven or eight players and, you know, um, you know, back there in the secondary and coverage, you know, it just, it just made it forced him to be able to read defenses. And now you've made this guy go back and, 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 and truly showcase another level of quarterbacking that no one has right now. Yeah. And then that's the story of all quarterbacks, really. Um, after a certain point in time, defenses start to figure out, and then they say, okay, can you beat this now? And Patrick Mahomes has beat it and more. So it's always another level of evolution. 
as being a quarterback in this league. And right now, Patrick Mahomes has pretty much evolved over our eyes during the course of this season. We're going to see if Josh Allen could do the same thing because even though he had that great performance, teams are going to start to catch up and say, okay, can you beat this? Can you do this this way? And so that's always the the evolution of any quarterback in the league. Um, as far as Patrick Mahomes and the, the Michael Jordan comparison, right? I mean, I do understand where it's coming from. And the only reason why me and Laura are saying we just have to wait to see it because we've seen other great athletes have great starts to their careers and we already kind of, you know, um, crowned them to be, you know, king or whatever we want to crown them to be. Dan Marino made it to the Super Bowl in his rookie year and we thought, oh man, he's going to have a lot more Super Bowls to come. Never happened. We look at the duo of Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook back in the day when they were with OKC. They went to the, the finals with James Harden. They lost out. Okay, they're going to be back. They never went back. So I know Patrick Mahomes is on a way other level than those athletes, but we still got to wait and see. We got to see if he can consistently go to the playoffs year in and year out. And don't forget, man, he's playing with Andy Reid. Andy Reid is one of the greatest offensive minds in the game, and that just ups up his game to another level. Um, if something were to happen to where Andy Reid will retire or something and he plays with someone else, the chemistry might not be as good. So there's a lot of obstacles that could happen throughout the course of his career to kind of send him back. But right now, yes, he's the best quarterback in the league and it's not even close. And people should fear him when he's on the football field. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you with that point. And that kind of leads me to to what we want to go through next. And it's definitely talking about Josh Allen. I can't lie, man. I've never felt more sad for another person that's not on the team that I root for. Josh Allen played a 10 out of a 10 game. Like, dude was balling, making plays that I have never seen him make. And he looked confident. And my biggest question for Josh Allen was, can he win the big game? And no, he didn't win the game, but he definitely didn't lose it. So at this point, I think it's appropriate to ask, has Josh Allen ascended or put himself in the category of the elite quarterbacks no he he definitely has one of the questions that you know i think me and o had was hey can he do this you know two years in a row he did it last year which is his first year you know just uh showcasing that he can be a top quarterback took his team you know pretty deep in the playoffs um but he turned around and did it this this year you know, and there were challenges. The Bills had challenges this year, you know, but he was still able to carry the team on his back and lead them to the playoffs. And the fact that, again, you know, in a losing effort, you didn't lose them the game, right? I think he did have a fumble, but I think both both quarterbacks had a fumble or a turnover in that game. But, you know, you didn't lose him the game. He played a competitive game, you know, kept the team close and made all the throws he needed to make in order to progress his team and get him to a place where they had an opportunity to win the game. So, yeah, he definitely took a step up there. So now you have in the AFC, you have, you know, you know, probably four or five quarterbacks who are legit young quarterbacks between him, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow. I'm missing somebody right now, but he's definitely up there right now. And I'm more than confident to say if you want to put out rankings going into next year, he is definitely a top five or six quarterback right now, just based off of what he did this year against a good, a really, really, really good Kansas City team. Well coached to Kansas City team. Absolutely. Yeah, anybody that knows me and has listened to the podcast knows that I have been a Josh Allen fan for a very long time. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say he's elite yet. I'm just not going to say it. 
He's top five, definitely. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are in the top five. You know, you look at uh, Joe Burrow, the way he's been playing, you can say he's a top five quarterback as well. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's elite yet. It's all about consistency in the league. You have to continue to do it year in and year out before I will give you that title of being elite. So he's not there yet. He definitely had an elite game. But if you look at the course of his season this year, it was kind of a slow progression. He didn't start off too good, okay? And during the middle of the season, he got to get off to a slump. But this game was definitely an elite game for him. But I'm not going to go as far as saying that he's elite yet, but he's in the conversation for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. He's he's in my opinion, he's not elite, but I had him as an average game game manager. And right now what I see him as he is an elite game managing quarterback. And and one of the big things is that term many people get turned off by the term game managing is not a bad term. It just means that he's not elite. Right. And he's he's right there. I mean, he, if he wins that game, if Patrick Mahomes isn't Patrick Mahomes, he wins that game, goes on to win a Super Bowl, then he puts himself in a category where he can begin to start, you know, smelling himself and feeling himself. But what I saw in that game was he had absolute control of that offense. Like, he knew exactly what to do and when to do it. And the thing that sets him apart from even a Patrick Mahomes is his size, his ability to to get that fourth and one when it's necessary or to fake a run and throw it over the top of the defense. To me, that's something that does set him apart. Uh, but for him to be elite, like low, you push for me, you push it a little bit for him to be elite. He's got to have an elite regular season and then top that off with an elite postseason. I don't think he's quite there yet. I, th- I think that if we want to see growth in Josh Allen, which we've seen from year to year this next year, which I kind of was, um, what, what, what's the word I want to use? I was kind of a little kinda, early. A little early. The next year is now his MVP year. I think that next year we should be talking about Josh Allen in that MVP um, conversation. So I was a year late. So I think next year will be the year for Josh Allen MVP talk. Yeah, I mean, you know, he definitely, they definitely had some challenges this year. I can, I can say that, you know, he did have that slump. But I think every quarterback in the league had a similar slump. You know, if we really just go back and look at him, I mean, Pat Mahomes had it, you know, Dak Prescott had it for half the year, the rest of the year after the first, you know, seven games. Tom Brady had some situations going on. I mean, every quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, I think outside of Aaron Rodgers probably had a, a situation where they slumped, you know. But, you know, the team was able to gather around him and kind of pick it up. But, you know, look, he was bounced out of the first round, which is okay. But he's taken his team two years in a row now, you know, to the playoffs. They've been at least an 11-win ga- uh, win team both times. A lot of that can be attributed to him. Um, I'm not calling him elite, but I think he's made big strides. I mean, where he was maybe a top, you know, 10 or 12 quarterback last year, I think he's definitely, you know, at least in the top, you know, it'll be top 10, probably bottom half of the top 10 now. Um, but he's definitely made some leaps. I do agree with both of you guys that what he does next year, if he makes a similar run, he's more consistent. He makes it even deeper run. You have no choice but, one, to pay this man because he's going to get paid. That's number one. Number two, that will be your franchise quarterback of the future uh, of the future when it comes to talking about the Buffalo Bills. And three, he's definitely got to be up there when it comes to the top quarterbacks in the league. Believe it or not, before this game started, the owners were looking to see if he was really the franchise quarterback. Like that was the, the pr- not pressure, but it was like, they're looking at this game to see 
if he was or not. And he definitively said, yes, I'm the franchise quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I said this after watching the game. If I was Josh Allen, uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's a video that went viral. I don't know if y'all saw it. This is years ago. And this little dude who's playing football and he's yelling at the team to say, players, it's not on those. It's not on us. It was the coaches. <laughs> it's the coaches. Bro. That's, that's, a, that's that? an older If you just yeah, flip it for Josh. Yeah. It's old, right? <laughs> if you're Josh Allen in the locker room, you're like, offense, it wasn't us. It was the defense. <laughs> they killed us because Josh Allen was amazing. But that that premise of it was the defense gets to the end of the game, right? And I think it was such a great game, but it kind of had a sour finish for me. And what I mean by that is Patrick Mahomes is going, then Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, then Josh Allen. And then overtime came, and it was the luck of the draw, right? Josh Allen says tails, it's heads. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball. Game over. Where I'm at now, y'all, is I honestly believe with the way quarterbacks play and the way the uh, the NFL's geared towards offenses, we got to see the overtime rules change because we saw the same thing screw Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes could be going to what his fifth straight AFC championship game, not just his fourth, because in his first year uh, in the playoffs, they lost to the Patriots at home. That's because Tom Brady got the ball first. Where I'm at now, I think the NFL rules need to be changed. And overtime, I don't care how they do it, both teams need to get the ball. That's where I'm at. I got to see both offenses get the ball. The only way both offenses don't get the ball is if the first team gets the ball and they throw a pick six or they there's a defensive touchdown. Other than that, I got to see both teams touch the football because it was heartbreaking for me to see Josh Allen basically know losing the coin toss meant losing the game. That doesn't make any sense with how offensively minded the NFL is right now. Yeah, the, the only problem with that, and every time I try to think of a scenario to where they change up the game, it, it changes up the game, right? Because you look at the way college football is formatted for their college um, overtime. It's like a completely different game to what they had been playing the first 60 minutes. So that's kind of the problem that comes into play when you're trying to think of something that will be fair for an overtime where you have both teams um, possess the ball. If you do it to where if the first team scores, the other team has an opportunity to score too, then that's really unfair for the first team that had the ball, right? Because then if they kick a field goal, the other team knows they can score a touchdown to win. So you will have to do things that were well, that's right, overtime right. though. But the there, rules there, will be it's different. Never be yeah, it will be fair, but the rules will be different. Than what was played in the first sixty minutes. That that's I think that's I know I know, but still I think that's part of what the, the the problem is for the NFL because even the way it is now, it's always been called yeah. sudden death overtime. That's what made it so different from any other sport. Like the first person to score, that's it. They win. I, okay, can I give you an example? Can I give you an example of something? In soccer, it used to be that way, right? And soccer used to be golden goal. And then they realized, like, well, these guys just played a whole bunch of time. Let's not get some type of weak on goal or something like that. Let's make sure we try to figure it out. Now, nobody likes penalty kicks. But at the very end of the game, at the very end of the day, it's strategy to it. And you're right. It is going to be a different game when you go to OT and you switch up the rules. But that's fine. You had 60 minutes to settle it the way the rules are, quote, unquote, played. After that, I want to make sure that every team has a chance to win the game. I'll tell you what, what sucks. If you have an epic game like we just watched and a quarterback that's going off and he doesn't have an opportunity to come back on the field, that's terrible. 
Like I'm just I don't I don't like that at all. Josh Allen deserved a chance to come back on the field, and he never got that chance because of a damn coin flip. Like that is so archaic, right? With all the things we got, with all the ways we got to be great, we decided a gr- the greatest game we've ever watched was decided on a damn coin flip. Makes no sense to me. I mean, I get I get where you're coming from, and and that's a, that's a fan in you talking. You want to see more football. You want to see both quarterbacks get back on the field and have an equal time, but you know, equal opportunity. But I mean, it's the rules, you know. For me, you know, if 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 my team did everything they were supposed to do, right? We marched down the field, we scored that touchdown. And that was it. You couldn't stop us. Hey, it is what it is. You know, don't don't be upset with me because your quarterback or your defense couldn't stop my offense. Don't be upset. We did what we were supposed to do. Because I'm not going to be crying because I got that opportunity. You stop me, then your quarterback gets back, gets another opportunity, and I couldn't stop you. You see what I'm saying? I had my opportunity. I failed. You had your opportunity. You failed. I won. It is what it is. It's time to move see, on. See, but, but this is my thing. This is why I push back against that. It's not that simple, right? Because we know the way the NFL is now. It's pretty much offense, offense, offense. If you sniff the quarterback, it's 15 yards. If you damn near touch a wide receiver, it's holding. So it's just not even fair at this point. It's not. It's just the NFL we're watching that we grew up watching in this product here now is a different game. There's no way this game that we just watched is played even in the early 2000s. It's not possible. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen would have been hit in the mouth, hit in the jaw. They wouldn't be able to do what they were doing. So for me, because it's such a different game, you got to adapt the overtime rules. If you want offense, then let's see both offenses on the field. It's just so simple to me. Remember, just how many years ago this new overtime rule get implemented? Just a couple years back, it used to be a damn field goal. Remember when the Vikings lost to the Saints to get, and the Saints went to, the, to win their Super Bowl? They won off a field goal. A couple passes, all of a sudden you're in field goal range, you win. We realized then it didn't make sense. We got to flip the script yet again. Once we realize something doesn't make sense, let's just change it up now. I'm not crying for the Bills that they lost. I'm saying moving forward, I don't want to see that anymore. I, when this overtime first took place i liked it because it still implemented the fact that you had to play some damn defense okay the buffalo bills job was to hold them to a field goal i know it's difficult i know it's patrick mahomes it's travis kelsey it's tyreek hill back there but that was their job if they would have held them to a field goal then yes chris we would have seen josh allen have an opportunity to lead his team down the field football is the ultimate team sport that means you have to rely on other players to play on the field while you're on the bench. And that's just the way it goes. That's the, the aura of football. So I, I do understand what you're saying. And at first, it did suck. All you had to do is go down to the 40-yard line, kick a field goal, and the game's over. Yeah, that, that did suck at first. But the way it is now, you have to at least stop the quarterback. Hold him to a field goal to give your team. But they, I just, that's the point. That's the point. Right now. But right now, right, right now, stopping even Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, certain quarterbacks, you just but they, they have they were just, able. Okay, hey, you know what? Go ahead, though. Go hey, ahead, look. Go ahead. Yeah, it, look, look. That, that's 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 not Pat Mahomes' fault. It ain't his fault that you you can't stop. <laughs> that's that's not his fault. Okay, so until the league on defense decides, hey, you know what? We're gonna play some defense. We're gonna press. We're gonna add some pressure and not just sit back and let him do it. it that ain't Pat Mahomes' fault. Okay, again, y'all made the mistake of giving him another way to win, right? And he did it, all right? So figure out another way to stop, play some defense, add some pressure, all right? You know, 
a play press. You can play. You can play press cover too. You don't have to give these guys free releases. You know to get off the line and do what they need. Do what they need to do. Again, you don't have to allow him to score a touchdown. Hold him to a field goal, just like OC it. So again, it's not Pat Mahomes' fault. It ain't Andy Reid's fault. It ain't Travis Kelsey's fault. It ain't the boys' fault. It's Buffalo Bills. They their defense didn't do a good enough job to stop Pat Mahomes. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Of course, we love to see some more Josh Allen, some more offense. But guess what? We didn't because them boys on defense didn't do their job. It is what it is. Game over. So I, I think pretty much we, we disagree on overtime. No, it's not. It's not even that. I disagree with you, Chris. I would love to have seen Josh Allen have the opportunity to get the ball back. But in some sports, it's like baseball almost. Baseball is not going to change up a lot of things because it's traditionally that's just the way baseball is. Ain't but football is about baseball. Their viewership <laughs> is going down because of that. No, <laughs> but like, football, the rate, the rays of football are going through the roof, though. That's, that's well, also a difference. And, and basically, what I'm advocating for is the ratings to go even higher. There is one thing I heard about this. Um, the Ravens offered this years ago. What do y'all think about this? We'll talk about this for like real quick. The Ravens years ago offered where the team that wins the coin toss gets to basically um, decide where the other team starts, right? So let's say you win the coin toss. You say uh, tails, and it's tails. You can say uh, it's still the same rules that y'all have, but the difference is you can say where the team starts, right? So it could be on what end of the field, and they start at the four-yard line, right? I don't think they can start the one. The least they can start off is at the 10. So you start off at the four-yard line. You could choose to either punt the ball, right, or you can choose to um, run your offense. I like something like that. I really, really do. Where basically you're saying if the deep if I gotta play defense first, I'm gonna put you in the most uncomfortable position so I can give my team a chance to play. Patrick Mahomes coming out to the 20 yard line after his team scored 20 plus points or however many they scored in 25 and two minutes in the game, it was game over. It was game time. We all knew it. Once once he lost a coin toss, we knew it was game time. Right. Let's also be real though, too, though. Buffalo put themselves in that situation. I mean, you alluded to this when we watched the game, Chris. They should have swift kicked the, the 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 ball when 13 seconds were left. They should have swift kicked it and, and had them return the ball. They would have lost. They would have put out maybe five more seconds off the clock. No, there's no, there's, that, no there's no, there's no debating. So, but it's this right. thing though. The overtime rule has nothing to do with the Bills. Well, I'm just saying. Well, it kind of does <laughs> right. because because sometimes you get to a certain point to where you want to blame the referee. You know, Cowboys with Dak Prescott. You should even be in that situation in the first place. You see what I I'm like saying? how you. I knew you were waiting to get. I knew you were You were waiting to get that jab in. <laughs> he he was he was. I went the entire podcast without mentioning their team. You did it. All right. So the fact that I'm not even going to talk about the. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to say their name just because I made an oath that today it was all about the teams that are in the playoffs. That team is not in the playoffs. I ain't even going to do that. So congratulations on your on your on your stuff. But I, look, I don't want to get into this. This that they should have scripted. it. I think they did the right thing. Okay, I think they did the right thing. They kicked it off yeah. when they should have. It's thirty-two seconds. Thirteen. It doesn't, thirteen look, seconds. Oh, thirteen. It's thirteen. Okay, it's thirteen seconds. Whether they have timeouts or not, all you have to do is play decent defense for thirteen dadgum seconds you didn't do okay so that so leads that, that leads that leads to where i want to go with this and the question is do we okay. have a defense problem in the nfl because you take this game we're going to talk about it later but you take the rams game right the rams got the ball i think it was 40 plus seconds left they drove down the field so quickly right same thing with the 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 in the bills game bills get the ball two minutes left they score patrick home gets it back with less than two minutes he scores 
Bills score again. Patrick Mahomes comes back and scores in 13 seconds. It's like, what the hell are we watching? (laughs) These guys are wide open on these plays. And to me, it's like, do we have a defensive problem in the NFL? Because I know it's offensive base, but Tyreek Hill shouldn't be just running wide open with 13 seconds left, right? Come on, what's going on? If you... you if you see what ha- what happened, and again, every team this year decided they want to play cover two, and you know it was easy because one safety is going to take one half of the field, one safety is going to take the, the other half of the field. That middle of the field is going to be wide open, right? You just run a cover two beater. That's all you got to do, right? And if you have the right route runner, just like you had with Tyreek Hill, you're going to get that go and the touchdown. You're going to get that long pass most of the time if you have the right. I quarterback. get that, but let me ask you this though. So, I mean, the play yeah. that got, gets me the most every time I watch it is 13 seconds left, completion made to Tyreek Hill, that second completion to Travis Kelsey. It's only a couple seconds left. Why are they not bumping him off the line? There's no time. That's like, you got to bump him. If you let him get a free release with six, seven, eight, nine seconds left, that makes no sense to me. Why is he getting a free release? Well, the, game is, the, the game is built for offense, Chris. It, it's really... As much as we want to sit back here and critique it, and just we're just sitting down watching the game, it's very difficult nowadays to play defense in the NFL. Even on that play you're talking about with Travis Kelty, the nuance in that of that play. Do you guys hear what, what happened between him, Travis Kelsey, and, and and Patrick Mahomes in that play? Did y'all hear about that? They they just they just freestyled it. Tra- they were they called the play. And Travis Kelsey came in the huddle and said, I'm not going to run that play. I'm just going to freestyle. I'm going to look for a gap. And they kind of overruled everything the coach said. And during the play, you could hear um, Patrick Mahomes say, Kelsey, do it, do it. So he just kind of freestyled it and went to the gap. If he would have ran the, the play correctly, the way he, he was supposed to have run it, he would have been covered. But it's just too hard to play defense in this league right now. You can't. I agree, I agree with that. I agree with that. But it can't be so hard. But well, that's 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 on the NFL. In but seconds. that's on the NFL to me. That's not on the defense. You can only do two. It's like it's, it's, sure, it's just like on the so NBA. You're not mad that they. It's just like the NBA right now. But why did okay? Let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this question. And you are you are low. Maybe both y'all can take it. What I could not understand is if I'm a DB and it's 13 seconds left in the game, I'm putting my paws on you. I've got to put my paws on you because you don't have enough time. The second I put a paw on you, that takes at least. A half a second, one second away from the look, route. Look, you just can't let him get a free release and go look, find a damn hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you can't no, do no, that. You, 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 hold on, you speak facts. Go ahead, go ahead. In that game, you're saying all this like it's just easy to do. They were playing damn near 60 minutes of, in, especially the Buffalo Bills, running up and down the field with the Kansas City Chiefs. They were done, bro. Like that, that 13 seconds of overtime, they were exhausted. You can just look on their faces. Oh, that's that's wild. It's wild, but it's the truth. I can't accept it. It's the truth. I can't accept it's that. It's the truth, bro. though. I can't accept it's that. It's the truth, though. I can't accept that. I'm sorry, but I can't. I can't take that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not taking that either. Especially when you know Buffalo has. You know, you at least have. You know, two of the. How are you not accepting that well, we just talked about the, the, the greatness of Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't get it. No, no, no. Like, I'm saying. I'm saying this. Like, Patrick Mahomes is great. Patrick Mahomes is great. There's no doubt about that. But in a way, they made it easier on him, right? Like, you don't want to give Michael Jordan a damn open shot. He's already going to hit a contested shot. Don't give him an open shot. I mean, if you're going to give his guys free releases, it's too easy. No, that's the whole point. And, I'm, and, I, and I agree with you. I hate, I, hate, I hate watching cornerbacks sit 
seven to 10, 12 yards off the ball and l- allow these receivers to get uh, big, uh, free releases. Oh, and, and, and Chris, both of y'all are what, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and look, you might be able to catch that, you might be able to high point that ball and catch it on the right, but what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna at least take two seconds. I'm gonna take two seconds off of your time to get to your point, okay, by roughhousing you within those five yards, because again, you have five yards, okay? To put your hands on these receivers, you have five yards. Disrupt the timing of these guys, all right? Then again, that gives you your, your, your pressure players a little bit more time to get to the quarterback, all right? All it takes is for you to be disruptive. You don't have to shut a receiver down, but disrupt that timing just a little bit. Give your, your, your pressure an opportunity to get to the quarterback. And then again, you have only 13 seconds, right? So is Pat Mahomes going to sit back there and dance and, 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 and run around for, for seven seconds? We're going to find a way to throw the, away, throw the ball away. You know, so Buffalo did that to themselves, man. There, there's a way you can still play efficient defense and, and, and pressure these players just a little bit. I understand Trevor, Travis Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill, especially Tyreek Hill, because you're not going to impress that man for long. But still, <laughs> you press that man, you put three guys on that month, on that dude, right? Put three guys on that man, just like, just like how they play sometimes uh, uh, Jamal Adams at Green Bay. You see how they, they play almost like a, like a punt, you know, like a like – a, uh, like a punt return type defense on him, right? And he still finds a way, but again, it's you're still time. disrupting the timing, especially the with 13 seconds. And that split second exactly. could be the difference between a batted ball, a sack, mm-hmm. or an incompleted pass. I'm with, I'm with we, you. We, we, we both watched this game. All three of us watched this game, okay? Patrick Mahomes is the unmovable object, bro. He was going to fight. They could they could all bump and run all they want to. It's playing chess. That's what it is. As soon as he sees what they're playing, He's going to figure out something, and then we're going to come back on this podcast and say, oh, why are they all all close to him? Why are they doing bump and run? No, sure. But remember what the Buccaneers did to them. They did exactly That's, what that was, that, was, that was another team, another year. That was a totally different year. And we just talked about how Patrick Mahomes evolved. He is going to figure I it out. I'm, I'm with you, but all I'm saying is with 13 seconds left, he should never beat you. As great as he is, that should never beat you. you just, it just, it just they had three time. They had three timeouts, though, bro. They had three timeouts, bro. It's thirteen seconds. It doesn't okay. matter with with three timeouts. <laughs> you tripping? It can happen. The point is, you know what? No, no. The point is, the point is, if they wanted to march one hundred yards within thirteen seconds, you use all three of their timeouts, and they still scored. At least the Buffalo Bills made it difficult on them. Okay, you did everything you had to do. You didn't have to give them <laughs> those two. What was it? Two very, very quick, big chunks. You know, before you know they were able to score. You don't have to do that, right? That, that's the whole point of this conversation. I agree. Uh, I definitely agree. I want to get to the other game, uh, the big game of the week in the NFC, and that was the 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 Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I thought that was a fantastic game. It's another game where we saw a quarterback. Uh, throw the ball late in that game. And the only thing I want to touch on that game is real simple. Do y'all think uh, Tom Brady's going to retire after that game? But why would he, man? I mean, he he's still – No, I'm with you. I, mean, he, <laughs> I, with you. I, just, I just want to throw it out Tom, there. Tom, Tom Brady right now is thinking to himself – this is what he's thinking to himself because he's his ultimate competitor. He's pissed off, right? He's out. Yeah. He's looking at his team, and he's saying, if we had all of our pieces, you would have had no chance. That's basically what he's saying. He's saying that's why they lost. He 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 didn't lose. He just say he didn't have the weapons around him to be successful. So no, he's not going to go anywhere. Tom Brady is going to go until the wheels fall off. We've already seen that. Tom Brady says he's going to play well into his his late forties. 
So no, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I'll be I'll be shocked if he retires. I will be. He, he, he's still playing at a such a high level. You know, there's no drop off in his play. Um, I, I'd be shocked. He's coming back next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with y'all there. All right, so this is the 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 moment of the of the podcast where things can go off the rails. So, fellas, let's just keep it clean, all right? Because this is where it could go off the rails. Because I know y'all, What's we going know on? each What's other, happening? and we're gonna talk about the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. I don't care about the 49ers for terms of this podcast. They play great, blah 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 blah, blase blase blase. My big question is this, and it's posed to Oeny. This is for you, bro. Because me and Lo, we're gonna sit back and watch you squirm. Is your boy, after a horrendous performance, he is now 0-4 versus the San Francisco 49ers, 0-2 versus the great, the great one, Jimmy G. Jimmy, go get that. Garoppolo. Is your boy, Aaron Rodgers, the one who you would take over Tom Brady, <laughs> overrated? Floor is yours, So sir. if Trey was here, what would he say? This is an asinine question. Pretty much <laughs> like for you, for you to even say the man is overrated. The man has won a Super Bowl. Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what he's done so you can understand why this is such an asinine question. Let me tell you what, because you forgot. You obviously have forgotten. So, yes, this playoff game that he played was probably the worst game of his career, his entire career. Let, let, let's just put it there. We've seen all quarterbacks have horrendous playoff games. Payne Manning has been there. Drew Brees has been there. Um, Russell Wilson has been there. So we've seen it before. We've seen it happen. This man has won three MVPs. Okay. He's was an MVP race this year. He has his Super Bowl. Okay. We can't just throw away everything the man has done and say that he's overrated because of one game. I understand he's lost consecutively to the same team over and over again, but he's still a top five quarterback of all time. How dare you? Like, why even bring up? Yes, he's a top five quarterback. He's arguably a top five quarterback of all time. It's not even a question. Okay. Add that that qualifying words. But that, but, but there it is right there. Just like I said earlier, as far as all the quarterbacks are concerned, it's Tom Brady and it's everybody else. And if you're in that mix, he's in that mix. Is he in that mix? If he is, then he's not overrated. Period. I wholeheartedly agree with, with O. There, there, I, I can't I can't do that to Aaron Rodgers, okay? What I have to do is I have to congratulate and give proper dues to the San Francisco 49ers, okay? Because, once again, what did we talk about on, on Afro about? What we talk about on the show? I said that all you have to do is be yourself in the playoffs. That's exactly what San Francisco did. They ran the ball. They didn't ask Jimmy G to win. They said, don't F this up for us, and he did not. They played defense. They followed the same exact game plan that they did against the previous team, and they won the exact same way, okay? Debo Samuels comes out of nowhere and, and, and scores a touchdown on, on a long play, okay? They dropped back 8 million people and were still able to get pressure with four. This game was won on the trenches, okay? And it just shows you that if you play great defense, you have to give props to the defensive coordinator, okay? You play great defense. The fact that you can still rush, man – the fact that you can still bring pressure with four and stop the running game with four is amazing. It has everything to do with the talent they have you have on your defensive line. It has everything to do with the defensive coach and the defensive game plan that you put out. And you were still able to stop a prolific quarterback in Tom Brady 
Jamal Adams didn't have a great didn't have that great of a game or that much of an impact in the game. Okay, so I have to give all the props to the 49ers here, man. And 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 this tells you that they're they're legit. They're a legitimate team. Forget Jimmy G. Forget the quarterback. Let's just talk about the team as a whole. They're playing great team football. This game is being won in the front, and this is what's going to carry you. Defense is going to carry you. The running game is going to carry you. Your defensive line is going to carry you. That offensive line is going to carry you. And that's exactly what what San Francisco is doing. All right, so I got something to tell y'all because Mm -hmm. y'all confusing me now. Because y'all making up excuses for Aaron Rodgers. We just talked about for damn 40 minutes on this podcast how the NFL is all about offense. Now y'all telling me, giving props to the 49ers defense. We just talked about, hold on, hold on, let me make this point. The number one defense in the NFL, right, is the Buffalo Bills. So Aaron Rodgers, we talking about how defense is not great. He didn't go against the number one defense. He went against the 49ers. I'm not saying 49ers defense is bad. But we just talked about how great offenses are in the NFL, or, or how great offenses are, how bad defenses have been. Now when Aaron Rodgers loses, all of a sudden, oh, it was a great defensive effort. You missed me with that. Aaron Rodgers put up one touchdown in the game I called as the biggest game of his career, right, as far as legacy. His legacy took the biggest hit. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback lose one game and take a such this, a big this, hit. This, listen to what you're saying. He can listen no longer be saying. put. Let me just make my point. Listen, can, this is exactly what you're saying. My point. He can't. Okay, I, I am listening. He can't be put in the category of Brett Favre anymore. He is not Brett Favre. He, is he not has more Super Bowl rings. He has more MVPs of, than Brett Favre. Okay, he has one title, and Brett Favre has one title. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So he's going to have more than Brett, Brett Favre, right? Brett Favre had Brett two. Favre had two. Right? And, and Aaron has three. Okay, so I believe. Okay, so he still has more okay, MVPs than Brett That's Favre. Good. How many Super Bowls has Brett Favre been to? What's about wins? What's about wins? Two wins. Okay. They, they both have one. They I'm both have one. They both wins. have one. And winning the important they games. Have they both Brett have one. Brett Favre more won. Okay, wait. Brett Favre won more important games than Aaron Rodgers. And Rock. he also threw away more important games than Aaron Rodgers did too. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. But the fact is he won. I'm not, there's no argument coming from me there. But he won more. He's not on Peyton Manning's level because we know what Peyton Manning was able to do. I think that loss brought him to Drew Brees' of the world. Ben Roethlisberger's of the world. Great quarterbacks. Really good quarterbacks. But not even, he's not at the upper echelon anymore. And I think so many people wanted to put him there. And he's just not. It's really, I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying, I, I truly believe he's overrated from the standpoint of this. Everyone wants to say, oh, he has, uh, there's, we've never seen a, ta- a quarterback as talented as Aaron Rodgers. We've never seen it. Everyone always says, oh, if Aaron Rodgers was playing with Bill Belichick, he'd have 10 Super Bowls. I call BS, absolute BS. He's not on that level. So for that reason, I'm saying for those who are saying those things, he's overrated. Okay, so look, look, look. Let, let's let's get this clear. Our quarterbacks go through this, right? Even when Patrick Mahomes lost the Super Bowl, people were just like Chris, the same thing, saying, "Oh man, this man's overrated." As soon as he lost the Super Bowl, he lost that one game in the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden he's overrated. But he was, but he was, but he was though. But he was though. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish though. Let me finish though. Let me finish though. Let me finish, though. Because to be fair, when Patrick Mahomes lost the Super Bowl, yeah, he was overrated. This is to be fair. So I understand what you're saying. But when when next year comes, right? Because even as old as Aaron Rodgers is, people thought he was overrated last year. People didn't think the Packers would get back in the situation that they are right now after winning last year. You were one of those people, Chris. You thought the Packers were definitely overrated as a team. But they got back they, to be. They the, proved to be. But they, they proved but to they, be. But we, we're talking about <laughs> where they got back they to. We're talking about where they got back to. 
they got back to the number one seed. And even when the, the season started and the Saints whooped that butt, people were saying, oh, this is this is the end of the Packers. So it with quarterbacks and teams, especially quarterbacks, this always happens. Drew Brees has been through this. Peyton Manning for sure has been through this because he's had up and down Strata's career as well. I've been the one to say that Peyton Manning was overrated. I've always thought Peyton Manning was overrated. Tom Brady's been there. Tom Brady's been there as well. Tom Brady had a, a game a couple of years ago when he got taxed and he was like, oh, you're done. So I understand what you're saying. But it's not Chris. overrated though. It's not overrated. No, no, no because, 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 because Tom Brady's in the let, let, let me just ask Lil a question. I want to ask Lil a question because I want to get his opinion on this. Where do you, and I'm not asking specifically, just generally, where do you rank uh, Aaron Rodgers as far as top three, top 10? Top five quarterbacks of all time. Just generally, where do you think you, you put him on your list? I mean, he, he's he's top ten. I mean, we, we can't forget about you know what a lot of the greats have done. Yeah. You know, so I'm, he's at least in the top ten. I'm not going to go top five with all that because now we really got to start doing some research and looking at you know other quarterbacks that have won super, more Super Bowls and all those other things. So top ten, definitely top ten. But I do want to make a point here because you did mention that the top, the Buffalo Bills were the uh, what the number one defense in the NFL. I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you why they were number one defense in the NFL. Okay, all right. You play. <laughs> they play. The, schedule. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Let's go through the. Let's go through that schedule. So I, can tell, so, I can tell, so I can tell you why. So I can tell you why the onus and I ha, you have to give the props to what the 49ers did because they were just a much better defense. Okay, because you played Pittsburgh. Okay, you played Miami. You played Washington. You played Houston. Okay. You played Tennessee that lost some players. You played Miami again. You played Jacksonville. You played the New York Jets. You played Indianapolis. Okay, good, good, good but you lost big time there. You played New Orleans, but you won there. You played New England. You lost. You played Tampa Bay. You lost. Carolina, terrible. So we just going to go through the whole Bill schedule, bro? We're going to go through the whole Bill schedule. That's what Lil said. Did you hear him say that? That's what he said. That's why. So, so that's why they were the number one deep. Look at the schedule. No, Look no, I, I hear what you're saying. Garbage. But, my, that's, okay. but that's, that's beyond my point. My point in saying that is they're a good defense. The Bills' defense is not better than the 49ers, but they're a good defense. And the point is we just talked about how defense is behind the offense, and yet in Aaron Rodgers' biggest game, probably of his career, other than winning the Super Bowl, other than the Super Bowl year, to me this is the biggest game of his career, he threw one touchdown? Man, I'm just telling you, I don't know. I don't know. I've I've already told you this is the worst. This is the worst performance he's had in his playoff career. It is, and it happens. But what do we? But what do we talk about on Afro Vibes? We said this was a legacy game, and he didn't come through. We did say that, but then again, the 49ers defense was that great that they were to shut him down. Again, this is not just Aaron Rodgers. Look what they did to Dak Prescott. At least the Cowboys, and this is the only time I'm bringing them up, at least the Cowboys scored two damn touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Okay? Dak Prescott scored at least more. The Cowboys. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, saying uh, Dak Prescott right, did right. more than Aaron Rodgers. But it really, but then it really goes to show you how difficult it was and how, how great of a defensive game plan that they was, okay? Running game's going to travel. If your quarterback's not going to play well, right, for your team, that running game better be on point. That game better be won on the, on the trenches, and you better be, be able to be, be better be able to play great defense, which is exactly what the 49ers did. And that's how you're going to beat somebody like Aaron Rodgers. So I'm not mad at it. I'm mad at it. the 49ers did what they were supposed to do. You, you, it was a legacy game, and we already agreed it was legacy a legacy game. But when I looked at it as being legacy game, I thought, okay, now this is where you can add on to your legacy. For me personally, Aaron Rodgers can't do anything to diminish his legacy. I'm sorry, he just can't. As bad as that game was, he can't do anything to diminish it. 
He's in that category. I'm just sorry. Tom Brady's the same way. Tom Brady can't do anything to diminish his legacy. He just can't. He can okay. never win another football game again, and his legacy is there. Well, that's Patrick not because he's the GOAT. He's the but GOAT. I'm, just, I'm just giving an example like, so, you know, so you know what's going on. There are certain quarter, there are certain quarterbacks that cannot ruin their legacy. It just it, it can't. I, I want to make a statement. I want to make a statement, and you can disagree or agree, right? My statement is this. Prior to that game against the 49ers, I think there are the general public – uh, I think you would have at least 50% consensus that people think Aaron Rodgers is better than Peyton Manning. After that game, I don't think you can get away saying that without everyone shouting you down. And I think that because that happened, that game did hurt his legacy. Because before that game, I think it was close. You can make the argument, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. After that game, you're not making that argument anymore. So it hurt well, his legacy, I'm, in my opinion. I, I'm still making that argument. I don't give a shit. because oh, you love him. Because you love Aaron. That's no, your... because I'm not going to throw away everything he did because of one game. I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. Even, 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 even with Peyton Manning. Even with Peyton Manning. You know what people say about Peyton Manning and his second championship? Oh, he was carried by the Denver Broncos. Blah, 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 blah. Which he was. Which he was. But I'm not going to throw away everything that he was doing with Indianapolis because of that. It was still a championship, even though he didn't get them to win. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm sorry. They're all in the same little thing. Peyton right, Manning, I need, Peyton I need Manning could easily. Lo, can you help me out here? Bro? Hold on, Lo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Out. Peyton Manning could easily only have one championship if it was for that run. He, he could easily. He can. That's true. He can easily have one championship. And guess what team was consistently? Listen, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, if Tom Brady was not in the question, how many Super Bowls would, 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 would the Indianapolis Colts have? So there's no shame in. We don't know, though. Right. We don't so, know. For, we, no, we, we don't. But who else is going to beat him? Who else is going to beat him? I'm a, I love Peyton Manning. And for me personally, he, he's, above, he's above Aaron Rodgers to me. I think he's amongst the, yeah, he's amongst the greats. And if it wasn't for the if, – if you want to compare the minds and who there is quarterbacks, just take away the Super Bowls and if you even it out, I'm probably putting Peyton Manning ahead of, ahead of Tom Brady. only reason Tom Brady's ahead for me is the fact that he's got a whole lot more Super Bowls than everybody else does. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't change the argument, though. It doesn't change the argument. No, no, it, it changes the argument, but I will say this, though. I, I understand what he's saying. I honestly agree with him. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but I think people are so quick to say Peyton Manning or that second ring he was carried to, but he still got to four Super Bowls. Peyton Manning got to four Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers has gotten to one, and he just gets all this love. Okay, so, just, for so, me, it's just confusing, bro. So is Peyton Manning overrated? No. I think he's under. Okay, okay, okay. Based on what you okay, just heard me say, well, you know why? You know, okay. Now, whenever someone gets into the realm of being overrated to me, is when they start to compare them to Tom Brady. There was a point in time when we were comparing Peyton Manning to Tom Brady. Is that not I, correct? Hold on. So that. So look. To, no, for no, me personally, right. for me personally, it's fine that you think Aaron Rodgers is overrated. It's not really that big of a deal because all quarterbacks at one point in their career have been called overrated. Period. That's fine, but there's a difference, though. At one point, of this course, there's the difference because you want to continue. This is not continue. the beginning. This, this is talk about it. But how can you say it's the end? <laughs> it's the end. Even, even if it's the end, he led his team to a playoff number one seed, and he's coming off of MVP season, and he had one game, and now you want to say he's overrated? Half more than eighty percent of the quarterbacks in the league would kill to have that. He's not overrated, bro. But he's not. But this is the thing. He's not overrated. Think, okay, let, me just, let me just say this. Let me just say this. You're acting like I'm saying he's overrated compared to every other quarterback. No, you're, you're, saying, you're he's saying he's overrated because of one game. 
That's no, what no, you're no, doing. No, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I've been calling him overrated since for for years. You know that. I've been calling. So him what made what made what made overrated for the for this one game then? Because everyone puts him as one of the best. Low said it perfectly. No, no, he Lowe is a top five top, quarterback. Low, no, no. Low said, low, call me if I'm wrong. Low said top 10. He said, when we, if we want to get to top five, we got to start looking at numbers. It gets scary. Top 10, I'll yeah, give that's it to what you. I People will that's say what that he's a top five quarterback of all time. And that's why he's overrated. That's exactly why he's overrated. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's exactly why he's overrated. He's top 10, not top five. People can say he's top five quarterback of all time. You know, you know, what, you know what's interesting? And I'm kind of y- – y'all watch that. Uh, I'm bringing them up again. It is what it is. But – we we'll watched that 49ers Cowboys game, right? Every everything <laughs> everything it, that went wrong. No, 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 no. Listen, but everything that went wrong in that game, right? You're talking about the end of game scenario. You're talking about losing to the 49ers. You're talking about being a top three seed and being out after the first game. All of those things that happened. And then you see it happen to Green Bay. And they see all the quote unquote clock management, time management issues that happen all across the league. It's just like, what really is what really happened this weekend? What really happened during this playoffs, right? And when you really, really look at the disappointment in that game, and really and truly just, and this is me speaking as a fan, and, and the disappointment that I had, and I looked at everything else that happened, I'm like, it's a head scratch because I'm still disappointed, I'm still irritated at what happened, but I don't feel as bad, if that makes sense. Because everybody else had the same time management issues, right? You know, you had top seeds that did end up falling, you know, in, in the first round, right? You have a 49ers team that's beat Two of the top three teams in the, in, the, in, the, in the NFC, right? So it's really interesting when you when you really look at all the, uh, you know, the I guess the cluster that that game was, and you look at everything else that plays out, you know, amongst other teams is really interesting when you look at everything that's happened. Ultimately, all I'm saying is that this was a very very unique playoff these last two weeks and a very entertaining playoffs, especially over the weekend. Agreed. Agreed, 100%. We could put a ball on it right there. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this podcast. We really do appreciate you guys. We hope to be giving you content more consistently as we are back doing what we do best. As always, you can check out our podcast, New Channel Sports Podcast, um, wherever you listen to your podcast, Stitcher, Podbeam, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. You can check us out on our website, newchannelsports.net, not .com, .net. That's new channel spelled N-U, channelsports.net. You can also check out our lovely faces on Afro Vibes TV, where we have a show every single week. You can catch our faces on there. We talk about all types of sports and different things. You want to see us doing different things, check us out on there. Um, if you want to download Afro Vibes, you can download load it on your phone, on your tablet, or even on your television, on your Roku, or on your Amazon Fire Stick. We also have a show on the Leeds Podcast Network where we do a show and it debuts every single Saturday. So while you know doing groceries or maybe you're doing some Home Depot run on Saturday morning, check us out on the Lead Sports Network. We are on there. We are out here. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere. Until next time, stay safe, y'all. Peace. 
Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one, and stay safe out there.